Hey, what's up? And thanks for listening to the Give Me Understanding podcast. I'm the host, Aaron Dodson. Psalm 119 verse 34 best describes this podcast. The psalmist wrote in the long ago, Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. This is the podcast where I discuss the sacred text, and I do my best to help myself and others understand it so that we might keep God's law and observe it with our whole hearts. And sometimes I cover subjects that are not the exact text itself, but subjects related to the sacred text. In this episode, I want to review an article that's online um, that I heard about a while back that I had a link to at one time, and then I lost it. And I've been wanting to review and give some of my thoughts and commentary on this particular article because I thought it was very good, very helpful, very useful. And I want others, those who listen to my podcast, to consider these things. It could be that those who listen on a regular basis have seen this article. And if that's the case, then I hope that my commentary can add something to it that will be worthwhile. I think it will be if you'll if you'll stay with me. The article that I want to review in this particular episode is entitled, Why You and Your Kids Should Carry a Print Bible. And this is on a website, and it's joshketchum.com. And from what I can tell, it looks like this is written by a member of the church. Uh, But be that as it may, truth is the truth. And insights are insights. And sometimes, Things that people share, even in the realm of judgment, can be useful to us in our practice or in our uh, habits, in our study, and in our personal lifestyles. Why you and your kids should carry a print Bible. So before I start reading this article and giving some thoughts and commentary with it, I want to just start out with what I'm thinking. Digital Bibles are useful. They are convenient. But I have, in my own life and reflecting on my study over my lifetime and the years that I have been studying the Bible closely uh, since becoming a Christian, I have to admit that the things that I remembered, that I recalled, that that I held near and dear to my heart uh, were things that I had read and studied and, and seen on a print Bible, a physical Bible, as opposed to a digital Bible. And of course, part of that would be because of my age. <clears throat> I'm 37 years old, so I do remember a time when there were not digital Bibles, when it was just print Bibles. But I think it's also because there's something more to it than just, well, Aaron, you're a little bit older, uh, and a lot of the younger ones, you know, that's all they knew or that's all they know, or they've always had digital Bibles since they were babies or children or whatnot. I think there's something more to it, and I think this guy... Josh Ketchum, I think what he does is he offers some insights as to why you and your kids should carry a print Bible, okay? And I'm going to read the article, and I'll pause, and I'll tell you, hey, here's some thoughts that I want to add to it. He starts out, and he writes, I see increasingly less people carrying print Bibles. I myself use electronic devices regularly to study the Scriptures, so I understand they have their place and are great tools. But... Let me share seven reasons why you should have a personal print Bible that you still carry to church and read at home. Number one, you can love a print Bible. No one will hold up an iPad at your funeral and talk about how much you loved your Bible app. 
A print Bible is something you become emotionally attached to as you carry it for years. It guides you through the ups and downs of life. It is a source of strength and hope. You grow to love its feel, its pages, and wear. And I'll pause there on the reading. I, I, I love this first reason that he gives as to why you should have a personal print Bible that you still carry to church and you read at home. Because you can love a print Bible. Having a print Bible with the Word of God on those literal pages, you can hold it in your hand. You can hold it by your side. You can hold it up to your chest. When you're walking down an aisle or you're walking through a building or you're walking across uh, you know, a quad on campus in school, you can have it, and it means more because it's yours. Whereas a print, a digital Bible, millions and millions of people have access to that digital copy of the Bible, and it's not as personalized as your physical print Bible. You can hold it with you when you go to a funeral, when you go to a wedding, when you're in your room by yourself and you are hurting because of troubles in your life. You can hold it. You can have it. You can open it up, and it's different. You can actually love a print Bible. I recognize we shouldn't love merely the print, the pages, and the book, but truly the words necessitate pages and and a, and a binding, and a volume to hold God's 66 books together. And it's more personal, I believe. You can love a print Bible. Number two, it is more sacred. It is more sacred. You and I understand that the cover, the paper, they're not holy, but the message is holy. And Josh writes, but there is just something more special and sacred about reading from a print Bible. It is valuable to have a book dedicated solely to the purposes of God. A beautiful leather-covered Bible invites you to be reverent and respectful because you are standing on holy ground. Pause there with the reading. I do agree with this, and I believe that it is more sacred. It's more special. Reading from a print Bible. It is valuable to have a book that's dedicated solely to the purposes of God, whereas an iPad or other pad, a laptop, a desktop, a phone, and other devices are not solely dedicated to the words of Scripture. They have other things on them. That doesn't mean that it's wrong to read from them. doesn't mean it's wrong to have a Bible on your phone. But the Bible in print, in print form, a print Bible, a personal, I should say, print Bible, is more sacred to you as an individual, to me as an individual. And if you have a Bible that you really like, a print Bible, and you use it over the years, and, and, it, and it wears out, generally speaking, most of the time, you can have that Bible rebound in a nice cover, a nice goat skin, a nice calf skin, or, or a cowhide, or something like that. 
and continue to preserve that particular copy, that personal print Bible for you as you age, and then, Lord willing, you can hand it down to your children or your grandchildren or, so, or, or, or another significant per- person who might want it. It's more sacred, and it's more sacred in a personal way. Number three, reasons you should have a personal print Bible that you still carry to church and you read at home. Number three, it is free from distractions. I couldn't agree more with this. The challenge of using your phone or tablet is the constant notifications that you receive. Consider the teenager who carries their phone versus a print Bible to class. Which method is going to create more distraction when their mind should be on God? A print Bible removes the temptation to check that email or other notification, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever it is. Apps themselves often have advertisements or notifications that can be distracting. So, The third reason he gives as to why we should have a personal print Bible that we still carry to church and we still read at home is it's free from distractions. And I couldn't agree more. There are enough distractions in life that hinder me from getting into the Word of God like I want to and like I need to. Having a personal print Bible helps to minimize and eliminate that. And even with a print Bible, you have to take your other devices and put them in another room, turn them off, silence them, put do not disturb on or whatever the case is so that you continue to be free from distractions. But when you hold a print Bible in your hand, you don't have advertisements, you don't have other apps, you don't have any apps telling you do this, do that, update this, update that, check this out, somebody sent you a message and so forth. It's free from distractions. Number four, another reason why you should have a personal print Bible that you still care to church and read at home. Number four, you learn more about the whole Bible and the context of your scripture. And I couldn't agree more. In a Bible app, you don't get a feel for the entire book. With a print Bible, you open to Genesis. When you open to uh, Genesis, and I'm doing that now with my print Bible, you know you are at the beginning of the book. You have a better overall context. You learn about the books of the Bible by flipping and gain a distinction between the Old and New Testaments. You have a better feel for the entire story of Scripture. And I agree with this. I agree. Because you, you, you don't get that in a Bible app. In a Bible app, you, 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 know, you open it up, and it may be that the first thing that Bible app asks you to do is to pick what covenant, you know, Old or New Testament, or what book, and then you go into that book. Or it opens back up to the last book where you're reading. I use eSword quite a bit, and I don't discourage people from using it. Okay, this, this whole podcast is not about let's abandon all digital devices and do not use a digital Bible. No, it's here are seven reasons why you should... Uh, have a personal print Bible that you still carry to church and you read at home, okay? And so here it is. It's, 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 it's you learn more about the whole Bible and the context of your Scripture. You don't get that in the app. But when you have a print Bible, you open up. I mentioned a moment ago Genesis. I'm going to say this time, for example, I have before me Jeremiah. I open up Jeremiah and I notice about where it is. 
I close the Bible, I hold my finger just so that I can tell where Jeremiah is in relation to the books before it and the books after it. Or I open up to 1 Corinthians, and, and I know good and well that all the books of the Bible are not in chronological order in the English Bible. I, I realize that. But nonetheless, you're able to feel and visually see and hold the entire volume in one hand going from left to right. And I personally think there's something about that that helps someone with understanding and learning the whole Bible and the context of the Scripture. I, I truly believe that, and I want you to consider that. Number five, you can take notes in your print Bible. Yes, he writes, I know apps allow some note-taking as well, but they aren't as permanent. My wife loves to underline and write notes through her Bible, throughout her Bible. You can highlight or note other scriptures that relate. I want to add to that. You can write things that are more personal, like in a print Bible, with your hand, with a pencil, with a pen, etc., than you can with a device. With a device, you're going to be typing words. Or you're going to be using a, 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 you know, a digital pencil that's designed to touch the screen, and it's not as personal. It's not as permanent. Because in the physical book, in the printed Bible, you can hold it in your hands, and you can go back to it, and you can read it, you can see it, it's in your own handwriting. I assume that with um, digital pencils, and I don't even, you can tell I don't use them. Um, let's see what, I don't even remember what they're called. A stylus pen, I had to look that up. You know, a digital pencil for an iPad. I assume they have made these, I'm sure they work fantastic. I'm sure they work in a way that they, you know, keep up with your, you know every stroke and in, in your in your the movements of your hand and that kind of thing they they probably they're probably very very um, accurate representation of 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 your exact handwriting but i would guess and somebody could correct me later i would assume that even then it wouldn't be the exact same because it's not the same uh, as writing with your own hand with a you know mechanical pencil or a pen directly on a printed page. So let's keep going. Number six, here's another reason you should keep a print Bible to carry to church and, and to read at home. It works better with your mind to help memorize locations and scriptures. And I agree. Josh writes, our minds have a photographic component. They will remember words and scriptures in a certain place. As you, as you use the Bible, you begin to memorize the location of a verse or topic. You may not know the exact verse, but you can locate it because you remember reading it and where you found it. And I'll pause there for my comments. I don't think that's the case with a digital Bible. Because with the digital Bible, there's no unique features to a print page a crinkled page, a turned page, a worn page, a gold edge page. Certain features of print, font on a printed Bible, 
center column reference, bottom references, you know, on a Bible, below the text references, side column references, introductions to books at the top on a printed Bible. You don't have that with a digital Bible. Not normally. And so Josh makes the case that a print Bible works better with your mind to help memorize locations in Scripture. And I agree, speaking from personal experience. I remember where certain things are on the page. I remember that with various Bibles. Now, that can change as you get a different Bible. So part of what would help with that would be to stick with the same Bible as long as you possibly can. And that would help, you know, with with the, 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 the with the photographic you know, component of memorization, at least remembering where something is in relation to other books of the Bible or on a certain side of the page, what column and that kind of thing. It works better with your mind, I think. And I agree with Josh in this. It, it, it works better with your mind to help memorize locations and scriptures. And try it for yourself and see if it doesn't help you. Number seven, and finally, consider with me, number seven, you know, why you and your kids should carry a, a print Bible, a, a print copy of the Bible, it makes a statement to yourself and others. A print Bible makes a statement to yourself of your purpose in picking up the book. If carrying it to church, it says to you and others, we are going to study and worship God. Reading a Bible can even be an evangelistic opportunity when in public, often prompting questions. It is a way to share your faith and conviction, but if you are reading on an electronic device, they don't even know you are in God's Word. So it makes a statement to yourself and others, and I agree. When you have that print copy of the Bible, it is separate and apart from any other thing, from any device. And when you tote it with you, as I would say, you have it with you when you go to church services, it, it's telling you it's reminding you we're going to the assembly and we're going to study the good book we're going to study god's book the sacred text here it is and this is my judgment that i would like to add to these seven thoughts and my judgment for me it's more special when i have it in its own volume separate from a device because to me, it's showing that the Word of God stands alone. It's unique. Again, I use digital Bibles on devices. I use them for the search function and other things. It's not bad. It's not wrong. But the article is not condemning using digital Bibles. He's sharing seven reasons why he thinks you should still have a personal Bible and that you should still carry it to church and read it at home. And I just couldn't agree more. In my judgment, from my perspective, my, my experience, my observation, spend the majority of your time that you study God's Word in a print Bible. You will get more out of it. It will be a print Bible that is yours. This is your copy of the Bible. And you don't have to worry about updating something when you get a new phone, all the notes and underlining and highlighting you make in eSword and other places. And I've done those kinds of things. You don't have to concern yourself with carrying them over to another device or if you change from an iPhone to Android or Android to iPhone and just whatever else. Again, this is these are things that are within the realm of judgment, but I think he makes a really good case. Seven really good thoughts, seven really good points. 
And his conclusion is, I hope you will consider these seven reasons. I hope you will start carrying your old Bible again or purchase a new one. Also, let me appeal to you to purchase each of your children a Bible. Make them carry it to church and use it in their classes. They need to know how to use a print Bible and be encouraged to fall in love with God's Word. And that's the end of the article. And amen, I agree so much. I like his seven points, and I've enjoyed adding my thoughts and commentary to it. And I want to encourage my listeners, if you have found yourself using a digital Bible a lot, maybe maybe slow down a tad on that, you know? Back off a little bit. Or if you find yourself not using a print Bible at all, give it a chance. Get you a print Bible that you like, that you will use. Probably most people that listen to my podcast use a print Bible, at least some. And if you use it, let's just say you're one who uses it some, and you use your device uh, or whatever device, you know, a digital copy a lot. Maybe after you hear this, if you think some of the seven thoughts that I've shared from this article and my thoughts as well have, have helped you or been encouraging to you or have been insightful, Try using your print Bible a little bit more and underline and highlight and draw arrows and draw lines and connect thoughts together and make it real personal. Um, if you're a type, if you're a person who says, I don't want to write in the Bible uh, for whatever reason, that's okay. You can do that. You can love the Word of God and study the Word of God rigorously and you can please God and go to heaven. <clears throat> but I want to encourage you, <clears throat> if you're one of those you know, people that it's not that you think that it's a sin to write in the Bible. It's just maybe it bothers you. Get you another copy of the Bible that you have. I know in times past, I have not wanted to write in a particular copy, a particular print Bible that I had because I thought I would mess it up because my handwriting is not very neat. Here's my suggestion. If you have a Bible that you like that you don't write in, get another Bible just like it if you can. I mean, that's pretty easy to do unless your Bible that you have is like 100 years old or more, or, you know, or, or something like that. Get, get another copy. And with one copy, don't write in it. And another one, underline, highlight. I think that you might find it to be helpful and to be useful to you to go back and to find things that you once saw, you once thought. If you're one of those uh, persons that just says, no, I just do not want to write in the Bible, period. That's okay. Let me encourage you. Have you a notebook? Have you some paper specially devoted where you can write your thoughts, write your cares and concerns and your questions down and your conclusions when you're reading any chapter of the Bible? It will help you. You won't regret it. You can go back to it and look at it later. The same thing happens when you write on the margins and that kind of thing of the Bible. Before I end this episode, though, I want to give some thoughts uh, as to getting a print Bible that you like uh, that that will be useful to you. So, <clears throat> so I am <clears throat> because of um, how I use the Bible and and when I use the Bible and and to what extent I carry a Bible and all these kinds of things and the work that I get to do as a as a full time evangelist uh, for Christ. I have a number of copies of the Bible, and I wanted to share with you uh, about print Bibles, how you might uh, find having multiple copies useful, and the reasons why you might find having multiple print copies available to you, like on your desk, on your uh, bookshelf, there on your nightstand, whatever the case may be. Let me give you... Uh, first of all, some thoughts that uh, I have regarding how some of my Bibles are helpful to me. And I'm going to get up for two seconds and get a certain Bible. 
So I have, as I said, several Bibles. And let me just start. And these are in no order of importance. If you like to make notes, maybe you are aware that there are wide margin Bibles. So a wide margin Bible is a Bible that when you open it up and you look at the text, around the text there are margins where there is quite a bit of space that you can write and take notes. A lot of Bibles, most Bibles are not wide margin Bibles. Wide margin Bibles are special Bibles that you need to be looking for if you want to find them. You know, you usually don't just happen upon them very often. But one Bible that's a pretty good Bible, and it's in my beloved New King James Version, is called, and I'm trying to make sure I get this right. I'm going to the front of the Bible to make sure. It's called the, well, I thought I could, I thought I had this right on my, it's called the the Legacy, L-E-G-A-C-Y, the Legacy Study Bible. There are, I think, a lot of these still available. You can probably go to Amazon or eBay, and I'm sure there are other places, Abe Books or something like that. I don't think these are printed anymore, <clears throat> but I see them often on eBay, and they're still new, and they're being sold. Uh, these Bibles uh, do not have study notes, but they have a margin in the center of the uh, of the Bible and on the right side or left side, whichever page you're looking at the right page or the left page but it has two columns on each page that you can write notes most wide margin bibles such as the nelson wide margin center column reference bible those are unfortunately out of print but nelson has recently published what's called the wide margin sovereignty collection and you can find those at christianbook.com amazon.com and other places that particular wide margin Bible in the New King James Version has the text in the center of the page, of each page, and then wide margins on both sides of the text in the middle of the page. So you can write at the top and on the sides of the scriptures there, your thoughts, your notes, and that kind of thing. And I encourage you, they're all kind of journaling Bibles that are available in the King James, the New King James, uh, the ESV, and, and even the New American Standard Bible. And I encourage you, you can find those on christianbook.com and amazon.com, and there's other places as well. But a wide margin Bible can be helpful to you if you like to take a lot of notes, and you and, and you will eventually run out of room, but you won't run out of room near as quickly as if you use just a regular standard Bible. <clears throat> I encourage you to find your own marking system. If you like to mark in the Bible, you can mark certain words with certain colors, uh, certain symbols to note certain facts or certain truths. Those types of systems can be useful to you. You can Google that online. You can search that online. And there are all types of study or note-taking study methods out there. And you might find one of them out there helpful uh, to you. With that said, find a Bible that you will use, a print Bible that you like. And my word of encouragement is find one, first and foremost, that is not only in the transla translation that you like and that you use. And, and if you've been listening to me for any time, uh, you know uh, I promote the King James, the New King James, the American Standard, the ESV, and the New American Standard of 95. 
any of those are good translations, and I encourage you, I highly encourage you to compare them together regularly. With all that being said, find a copy that you like. But I think the most important thing besides a copy that you like, you know, in the translation that you use, get one that has sewn binding. Now, I'm not going to go into all the details of that in this episode. Uh, I may do a, a, an episode on that one day, uh, give some more information. But you can look that up online and you can find information about what you need to know exactly what I'm talking about. There is a great difference between a sewn-bound Bible and a glued-bound Bible. If you want a Bible to last for any length of time, you don't want a glued-bound Bible. And many Bibles, the cheaper ones, are glue-bound. What will happen is it will break open, the spine will crack, and eventually the pages will fall out very, very easily. A sewn Bible, a sewn-bound Bible... If and when it does mess up, it can be fixed. It can be rebound because it has sewing within it. And those pages are put together in what are called signatures, groups of pages. And they can be fixed. And they can be put back together. And it can be rebound with a new skin, a new, a new leather, okay, to preserve your particular print copy of the Bible. That's my advice. Get a Bible that has sewn binding and the translation that you like. There are other things you can consider, like does it have book introductions? Does it have center column reference? Does it have full notes, you know, like like footnotes and full references and those kinds of things? And find what you like when you're looking for what you can actually use. Just get what you will use that will be le- the least distracting It will be the most helpful for you in reading the Word of God. So I'm going to end with reminding you of what I started out with. I started out with uh, giving my thoughts on an article called Why You and Your Kids Should Carry a Print Bible. And this is on joshketchum.com, his website. I don't personally know this guy, but uh, it looks like he's a member of the church. And whatever the case may be, the, the article here is so good. I want to encourage you, encourage your children and your grandchildren to get them to get them a good quality Bible and the translation that they will use and get to reading and studying and meditating the Word of God, meditating on the Word of God. This the print Bible, you, you just can't go wrong with it. And if it's the case that you like having multiple Bibles, then you can have different Bibles to do different things. And that's one thing I was trying to say that I didn't finish. <clears throat> I have a wide margin Bible. I have what we think of as just a more standard Bible that has book introductions. I have a what's called a Cambridge Pitt Minion Bible. It's a small Bible. The print is small, but I can use it in one hand when I'm holding uh, our newborn baby or when I'm laying on the couch late at night or something and I don't want to you know, exert a lot of effort. I can, I can hold the Bible uh, there on my chest or in one hand, the whole Bible, Old and New Testaments. I have a New Testament with Psalms and Proverbs that I love and adore that I feel like I'm married to, and I use it a lot when I preach. Uh, if you've ever seen any of the videos online of me preaching, uh, you can see me holding that Bible probably about 90% of the time I use that Bible. It's a New Testament with Psalms and Proverbs. A uh, New Testament is smaller than a full-size Bible, and it's more uh, you know, compatible and, uh, you know, I could say I should say portable. Really, it's easier to move around and hold and that kind of thing. Get one that you can read in the translation that you love. Get one that has good binding, and you're you're on the right path to you know having a Bible you can use for a long time. You can and you can love and adore God's word and having that personal uh, interest not only in the words 
because that's the most important. But in a format that you enjoy reading and studying, it makes all the difference in the world. Don't don't be one of those you know people who thinks, well, a Bible's a Bible. Well, well, no, it's not. Because if you use the Word of God, the Bible, daily, you will learn things about that particular copy that you either like or you wish were different. So finding the right Bible or a Bible that you like, that you can use, that enhances your reading and studying, is worth it. It's not true to just say, well, any copy of the Bible is just like all the copies. No, they're, they're different. Find the one that you should use. And go online, joshketchum.com, why you and your kids should carry a print Bible and, and read this article for yourself or share it with others if you'd like. Thank you so much for listening if you stayed this long. If you want to do me a favor, share this podcast if it helps you. My point in this episode is to help people become more connected with the Word of God itself by appreciating a print Bible. Thank you so much for listening, and use those digital tools to enhance your study of the Word of God as well. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.